Hello and welcome to the Tips and Nits podcast with Sia and Pip. We're an audio podcast based in Glasgow where we talk everything that is yarny, nitty and fabulous and sometimes we do tend to get a little bit tipsy along the way. Whether you are a new or returning listener, we are delighted to have you here with us and let's get on with the show. Pip, what are you drinking? <laughs> Diluting juice. Do you what flavor? It is Robinson's Summer Fruits, which is apparently strawberry, cherry, and green apple. None of which I like individually, but apparently, when put together in a tiny little plastic bottle, I, it's fine. Ended. Again, guys, there is background noise today. That is the reality of quarantine. Anyway. What are you drinking, Sia? I'm drinking water. Yes, hydration. Yeah. Stressing now. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I'm not lying about not being pregnant. I'm just <laughs> drinking water. Because it's like a freaking heat wave. Yeah, it's a heat wave. Well, <laughs> in the south of England, it's a heat wave. Here in Glasgow, it's just a army 18 degrees no, it was 24 degrees earlier eh. and like the humidity is ridiculous I'll be honest with you I don't know what day it is I don't know what time it is I don't know what month it is and I don't know what temperature it is so it is currently 18 degrees and 80% right. 80% humidity it was 23 degrees earlier you were also correct don't we just yeah loving it Moral of the story is we're both correct, and I'm not pregnant. Are you pregnant? No, thank God. Okay, there we go. We're both correct, and we're both not pregnant. (laughs) We're just not drinking alcohol today. Yep. It is nearly nine o'clock at night, and we're both too tired for that. Yeah, I'm definitely in my out of give overdraft. (laughs) In fact, I've maxed it out. (laughs) I just don't care anymore. But no more F's left. Yep. But okay. talking about things we do give an F about. Pip, what's on your needles? That's a thing that we normally do, right? I think so. Who knows? Who cares? It's day a thousand of March. <laughs> things don't make sense anymore. It could be 2016 for all I know, and this is just a bad dream. <laughs> it could also be 1993. Who cares? <laughs> Maybe, like, this is our own version of the Ashes to Ashes, like, we're gonna wake up. <laughs> Getting the fan chat in there early. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a knitting podcast. Knitting. <laughs> so, on the needles, I have a Ripple Bralette, which is by Jessie May Designs, in Fiberpunk British Sock Self-Striping in the Bramble colourway, which is, like, nice purples and it is super gorgeous and I love it and it's knitting up really nice and what fibre is it? Uh, it's just wool it's... okay um, one second let me get the label it is 75% British wool and 25% nylon nice. it says British sock base comes from British sheep and British farmers spun in the UK and dyed in Glasgow it is a hard wearing yarn sure to keep you warm in the most inclement weather 
don't know. It is nice because it's not like it's not like super smooth, but it's also mm. like not toothy or anything. It feels like nice and hardy, but it's still mm. soft. So yeah, Sia, you saved my butt with this pattern earlier because I am a saint. Yeah, I'm running You're on. Welcome. Three, I'm running on three days of getting up at five thirty in the morning because you know we have a baby and that's just how life is now, and. Basically, I'd merrily spent days working on five inches of three by three rib on small needles, trying to catch moments where, you know, my baby isn't going to pull my knitting off its needles, which he has done more than once. Because now he can pull himself up to standing, which means he can reach the sofa where I'm knitting. So I spent days doing this three by three rib. Super excited. But went to see how I what the next step is and I've reached my five inches. And basically my tired brain like totally garbled the pattern when I was trying to read it and I was like, oh no, I've done it wrong. I've done it wrong. I have missed the set of instructions here and I've done it wrong and I'm gonna have to pull out five inches of ribbing. And I literally almost cried and I sent Sia a text and I was like, I've missed this bit of pattern. And she was like, What? I was so confused. I was like, no, I'm going to have to pull it out. You were just like... But why? Don't. Reread it. And then I reread it. And I was like, oh my god, my tired brain had just scrambled that and I'm actually okay. I don't have to pull it out. And I... Oh, the relief. You saved my butts here because I was like literally 30 seconds away from starting to frog this. I'm glad you didn't, but like your message, like I was so confused because I was looking at it. And I'm like, but that's the pattern pip. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> I basically like skipped two lines when I'd like I'd passed over two lines, then gone. Wait a minute, this is wrong. Gone back, and because I'd gone back, my brain had like scrambled it, and I think I thought I was supposed to do this before the ribbing, but yeah, I think it's as well. Like I find. Like, it's a great visually accessible pattern, but, like, I find the font and the way it's written, like, my brain finds the word, mm-hmm. like, finds the font and the size of the font stuff really difficult to parse. Yeah. So it was just kind of a bit like, what? But you saved me. You saved my days and days of knitting time because I don't get much anymore. And I'm so excited to finish this because I think it's going to be amazing and i can't wait to wear it under my dungarees and basically be like look i'm, yes. I'm amazing oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> what have you got on the needles see face on needles because apparently i'm playing uh copy the pip <laughs> i <laughs> i've got another aquamaline on the go by wow. Pat williams yeah it's 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 a swear it's Amazing. Pip's gonna, Pip spoke about hers in the last episode. She's going to speak about hers again in a minute. You're currently in sleeve hell. Oh, there's a reason I did the sleeves first when I did mine. I'm doing it two at a time. I think that makes it feel worse, though, because it takes much longer to do a round. Nah, I guess it'll done. You know, they're gonna, you know they're the same length. Fair enough. You know you've done the exact same number of rounds on each. 
So what you're saying is you don't obsessively count and put in stitch markers and obsessively count each of them five times to make sure they've got the right amount of rows. Oh god, no, I don't hate myself. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I'm on fire tonight. Um, So are you you ready to fold the arms? Like, I'm not using scraps. No, 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 no. I'm using full-on hanks. Yes. I am a... Tearing through my stash and it is glorious because I can see the bo- I can see the bottoms of the drawers again. Woohoo! So we have got in this mild, crazy ass sweater, Countess Blaze, mm-hmm. Gamer Crafting, Ooh. Twisted Squirrel, Ooh. Chromatic Yarns, Ah, Down Sheepy Lane, Ah, <laughs> everything, that everything. Yes, that is everyone. Wow. There's a lot, because I'm like, you're holding multiple strands, so I'm just tearing through all this yarn. It's brilliant. And everything I've got is a BFL nylon base, apart from Twisted Squirrel, which is a merino nylon base. Ooh. Ooh, BFL is the best fibre. BFL is the best fibre. However, the Twisted Squirrel yarn is the Dirolo colorway. Yes. (laughs) Casual Percy. That's amazing. On my torso and my arms. I'm not even a big Percy fangirl, but yeah. You could call the sweater your secret is safe with my indifference. (laughs) Or or life needs things to live. It does indeed. (laughs) I'm sad that I've not got any of the Blooming Grove yarn. Um, in it because otherwise I could have called it the help it's against oh, it. yes. because <laughs> technically it is again help it's again <laughs> that's amazing and it's like you've done more than that I'm doing <laughs> yes <laughs> and right when I, t- when I talk about my next finished object that is also a help it's again scenario and for people who don't watch or listen to Critical Role, they're going to be sat here going like, what do they mean help it's again? That's not even like a sentence. Yeah, the guy <laughs> that plays Percy in Campaign 1 and Caduceus in Campaign 2 is kind of notorious for coming out with these one-liners where it's just like, what? What? It's that's great. Him. It's yeah. funny. So that's why I've got on my needles. I'm in sleep hell. But it's getting there. You'll be done soon. And yeah, I'll have another, yeah. And I'll have uh, options of Aquamar lines to wear in the winter. Yes. Anyway, so what have you got off the needles, Pip? I can't imagine what it is. <laughs> what could it be? Perhaps an Aquamar line? Oh no, help. It's by, again. By, by Park Williams. <laughs> <laughs> You have to leave this in. You have to leave all the giggles in. Apologize to our listeners. Apparently, we're in a mood today. I also love that, like, Sia, you're just slowly disappearing off the off the bottom of the screen. I got also. Oh my goodness! It's one of those. We're now. not even drinking. <laughs> yeah, right. it is. Who needs yeah. alcohol? Anyway. Uh, yeah, so my Aquamarline, it's in very <laughs> traps. I talked about it last time. It's so warm and nice, and I love it. And 
I'm gonna wear it a lot when it's cold over my like yes. obnoxious jumpsuits and it's gonna be wonderful. <sighs> what have you got off the needles, Sia? Off the needles, I have finally got my my, my second my, my tendency. Help, it's again. Off the needles. Yep, help, it is again. Um, so that was in the Hey J Yarn Slub Yarn. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. It's oversized. And it's really slubby. And I'll be honest, oh, I've got it right here right now. Not that anyone can see because this is an audio podcast. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, it looks so nice. I can't stop myself from just standing around and just casually feeling myself. <laughs> I'll just be walking around and I'll just find myself like rubbing a boob on my like chest like my tummy or something and I'll be like, oh. See a stop. <laughs> You're walking around Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> it is gorgeous though. It is. It's the the arm does all the work. Like, I just knit it. <laughs> <laughs> sl- like the slob yarn does all the work, and it's amazing. And honestly, like, I really rate it for my quite tendency. It mm-hmm. Really, it's somehow the sort of like the broken stockinette worked really well with the slobs. Yeah, I was gonna say like it really shows off the texture. Yeah. Well, without either of them taking away from each other which i feel like slub that can happen with slub yarn like it either takes away from the pattern or the slubbiness is kind of lost a bit yeah so yeah 10 out of 10 recommend might knit another one might not who knows (laughs) like what about you pip you'd leave it a little bit because otherwise you'll be i'll be like like giving me texts being like Oh my god, why did I cast another one of these on? I hate my Help it's again. Help it. That's the title of the episode. Boom. Done. Help it's again. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna get a load of crit roll fans finding us randomly and being really pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it probably I watched like a very stressful episode of it this morning. So like it's on my mind. You watched a stressful episode, I spent two hours just randomly sending Travis gifts on Twitter to people. To me and Luke. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you know what? I am not remotely sorry for like the zillions of Travis gifts that ended up in other people's timelines. Like, I'm sorry, but everyone yep. needs some Travis in the timeline. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, like, I feel that way about pretty much the entirety of the cast. So, <laughs> like, it's good. It's good. It's fine. Moving on to spam, um, because that's a thing. Yep, spam. We do that. We chat that. Yeah, um, knitting, knitting podcast. Yep. I don't think we actually have any, either of us, really. I do not. I have no spam. I have not purchased any patterns or yarn in the month of blah or the month of blurg. <coughs> Which seem to be the two months which were most recent and in which we are recording. <laughs> you have not purchased yarn since the 30th of June when we last recorded, nor have you purchased it since, like, what was it, like the 14th of July since we actually released the episode that took me two weeks to deal with. Mud, like, two, three weeks to deal with. Sorry, guys. I mean, it's not like the episode didn't become any less relevant in those three weeks, to be fair. Um, And even then, like, 
it's so liberating. Just, just existing. Yeah. And not caring. Nope. And and just just putting recorded stuff out onto the internet. <laughs> the only thing I can think of now, I think I mentioned this last episode, but you know what? <laughs> it can be repeated again because yes. the sale is still ongoing. Is Grenade Creations, the lovely Kirsty, does have a sale on in her Etsy shop, and I bought some bags. And because I was like one of the first people to buy from the sale, she also sent me 69 grams of unspecified sock yarn, which is like a really nice kind of pinky, lavender, purpley kind of color. And I can get a pair mm-hmm. of socks out of that and still have a mini nice. to like use heels and toes. So, or you have 69 grams to her 69. <laughs> Nice. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm really mature. I'm sorry. Uh, you have 69 grams of yarn that you could put into another Aquamar line. Mm, but my Aquamar line actually only used like a fraction of my giant yarn ball, so I could probably get two more Aquamar lines already out of what I've got. So I was really surprised. It didn't actually use as much 12. as I thought. Do you know? Yeah, I, I don't know how you manage that because mine's using. My, I've used ten, ten hanks of yarn so far. I have a lot of scraps in that giant scrap ball, a lot of scraps, and I had I used two fill schemes as well. I've used ten. It. Mine worked out seven hundred and eighty grams of yarn. Mine is more than that. Are you making a bigger size than mine though? On reflection, <laughs> entirely possible that I'm not using the correct size needles. <laughs> <laughs> what size needles are you using? Well, if I know. <laughs> what I love about this episode, right? It's just crystallized something for me because about four days ago, you texted me and you were like, "Have you found that you're regressing to your 16-year-old self?" And I was like, "No," but now I'm like, "Maybe." You say that this is not me, age 16. Me, age 16 was I cared about things and. I had a future ahead of me, Pip. I was going to leave school. I was going to go to university. I was going to get a job. I was going to be an upstanding member of the community. I know what you have acquired since last episode. What? A title. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's not knitting content, Pip. Uh, Excuse me. I don't care if it's not knitting content. It's (laughs) shit. It is cool shit, but also <laughs> that doctorate is not going to get me anywhere in life. But you're now a doctor, though. That's cool. That is true. I'm a doctor, oh, so... Ultimate. <laughs> oh, no, I just said, like, queen or president or intergalactic space raider or something probably was, but yeah, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Intergalactic space raider makes me think <laughs> of the crisps. I realized after I said it. I like crisps in a prowler. <laughs> Tell so you what. If I was a packet of those cheap ass crisps, I would probably have more of a future than I would have been a doctor. <laughs> God, this is like the hysteria episode. Yeah. Oh my god. This is the hysteria episode. This is 111 gajillion days of lockdown. And just 2020 in general, because let's face it, it was pretty much a shit show before February even hit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Listeners, 
We're sorry, but we're not. No, sorry. we're not. No, we are not. I am not sorry. <laughs> uh, shall we move to the next point on our little sheet? Because contrary to what it might seem, we do actually somewhat plan the content of these episodes. Yep, we plan it so that we can ignore it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, in happy news, following on from last episode, the Quiet Quiz Craft Along is in full swing. It is. So, last episode we recorded on the 30th of June and they hadn't released when it was going to start. And then we ended up releasing the episode after it had even started. But Quiet Quiz Craft Along has been running since the 13th of July. And it's running till mid-September. So there's still plenty of time yes. to get in on that. It's all being run over on Instagram only now. And follow them because they're doing like pretty regular cool like giveaways and stuff so you can mm-hmm. like win patterns or kits or yarn it's pretty cool you should follow them quiet careers craft they're, they're really they're really cool even without the giveaways yeah that is also true that is also true and it's just real fun mm-hmm. having a good time lots of awesome people taking part yeah and i think it's just like a nice dose of fun at the moment mm-hmm. it's cool i like it I'm enjoying it. It's finally given me the kick up the arse to actually cast on my bralette, which has been sitting in my two-knit pile for over a year. So. I really need to cast on something for it, because I kind of messed up, because my magpie tendency was going to be my project for it. Mm-hmm. But then it got postponed, and I got impatient. Right. So I cast on the magpie tendency anyway, and I was like, it's fine, I'll find another project for it. Mm-hmm. And because I'm just an absolute trash fire of a human at the moment. <laughs> I have yet to work out what I want in it next and what I want in it for that. I mean, your Aqua Barline has some, like, queer dyers and stuff in there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Current is a blaze. True. Um, Game of crafting. Yeah. But also it gives you an excuse yeah. to net something cool. Exactly. Like, when I commit, I commit. Yeah. As, um, you know, five extra years in university to get a I don't even flipping need. <laughs> Proofs? <laughs> hey, it just means that when they pick people to go on the spaceships to fly us out, like, you'll be higher up on the list because, like, you're intelligent. If I was intelligent, I wouldn't have done a doctorate, trust me. Anyway, Fire <laughs> Quiz Craft Alarm. There are several hashtags associated with that as well. Yes. Am I correct? Hashtag Quiet Quiz Craft Alarm. Hashtag QQC2020. And once you have finished, and only once you have finished, and only a picture of your finished object, Quiet Mm -hmm. Queers Craft Along FO. If you use that for anything but a finished object, you will be disqualified from prizes. Good to know. Yes. Enjoy. Join. Join us in queer land. It's going to be fun. (laughs) It is fun. I'm enjoying it. it. I'm really looking forward to wearing my bralette. Oh, it's going to be... You're going to love it. I can wear underneath my dungas. In fact, last episode, I had bought Mm -hmm. the pattern for the dungarees, but I haven't made them. I have since... And they are super fun, and I like them. But I have to hand wash them at the moment, because I haven't had a chance to zigzag all the inner seams yet, so if I put them in the washing machine, they will disintegrate. (laughs) Oh, no. 
So I have to hand wash them at the moment, but they are the comfiest, best things I've ever made. And they are made out of duvet covers. And I love them. Awesome. I'm glad. Anyway, so you look super cool. Random aside. <laughs> and on to like the actual serious stuff. Now that we've got oh, all God, the we're gonna butcher this. Now that we've got all the giggles out of our system, I think. We can be grown ups and talk about mm-hmm. this is I, this is also similarly in the vein of help it's again. Yeah. Oh God, um, this is a big help it's again. The ravelry debacle continues. Yeah. Um, it's been like two months. Basically, they haven't improved the site. They've made some very minor changes, which hasn't helped anyone. And there's that blog post from Jess. Which doesn't actually lay anything out at all. Like, that's actually going to be useful. It's basically just, eh, we're not going to change back to classic. Whatever. It's a lot of, em- it's a lot of empty words. Yeah. No meaningful actual stuff in it. The way I would put it is I would liken that post and its content to a mediocre white man in academia talking. Mm. Mm. It's just at a glance it sounds like there's content. Yeah. And it sounds like something meaningful is being said. But then you read it again and it's just nothing there. Like, the first time I read it, I was like, okay, maybe there's some hope. And then I read it again, and I was like, mm. And then, like, the longer I thought about it, the more I was like, this actually doesn't do anything useful. And we needed this post six weeks ago. Weeks ago. 24, within 24 hours or 48 mm-hmm. hours of the site going bananas. So that we yeah. actually, whereas, like, it took them six weeks. And what had happened is Cassidy had sent out a bunch of emails basically saying to people, you're lying, the site doesn't cause any problems, we don't care, essentially. And of course those went viral, and then bang, we had an email, we had a blog post from Jess. Yeah, I think it felt, it felt very much like damage control, and even yeah. then I don't think it was necessarily, I say effective damage control, but I don't think that's necessarily what I mean. I don't think those are the words I'm looking for, but... Yeah, like, it didn't actually give us anything to hope for. And then, And then, like, after that blog post went up, an open letter of over 400 designers that had been being collated for a while, basically saying, we can't use your site, you need to make it accessible, got sent. And they just replied to it. No, this got sent after the blog post. And they just replied to it basically with, oh, read the blog post. So... Yeah, it kind of misses the point that Lots and lots and lots, half over half under half. Vast slaves of the Ravelry users cannot actually read that post because it's inaccessible. Well, they did post the blog post on a separate external blog as well. Okay. But I'm like, just make your friggin' site readable. Yeah. You don't need to put it on an external post. But yeah, I don't... I've lost all trust like 100% all trust that tiny little flicker of hope that maybe they were going to sort it disappeared with Cassidy's responses of 
this does not cause any problems. Like, she literally was like, this doesn't cause problems. We would advise you to consider your sources before you repeat these claims. And I'm like, my source is me. I'm not repeating this, like, from someone, like, me. I have a migraine using NURAV. Like, I'm not lying to myself about that. And also... Yeah, it's not... The accusations of mass hysteria... Oh, God, do not even. Just get get, get in the sea, because that's so misogynistic. Yeah, that was absolute bullshit, frankly. I mean, lots of this scenario bullshit, but that was um, a cherry on the cake that was absolutely not necessary. Yeah. So a lot of us are migrating to other places. We'll Mm -hmm. talk about that a little bit later. But in the meantime, we want to say migrating to other places. There have been a lot of people that have popped up. I'm making a Ravelry alternative. I'm setting up this. I'm setting up that. Yes. The... Ravelry accessibility tag has somewhat been used by the walk away from Ravelry group from last year who left because the site said we don't want open support of Trump. It's going to be against the rules. There are a lot of very angry Trump supporting knitters out there that have been trying to set up Ravelry alternatives and are using this as their opportunity to push those. Um, yes, including one which was mentioned primarily on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We are not going to name it because, frankly, it doesn't deserve the publicity from us because why would we give publicity to Nazis? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, basically someone who's been going around saying they're setting up this new one and like putting it everywhere on Twitter basically came out and was like, someone asked them essentially, what is your stance on hate speech? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they basically said Nazis have the same right to use something as non-Nazis so Nazis will not be against the rules. Which means that's going to be a Nazi site because no one else is going to want to touch it. Because you know, Nazis taint everything that they touch. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go there because I can't oh, guarantee okay. I would be safe. Like <laughs> we're not gonna go there. So it's really important that if you are looking to support alternative sites, they're being crafty about it. Like that one was blatant, but there are other yeah. people out there that are being crafty about it. And they're not showing, you know, they're not letting the mask slip. And they're not just be really careful who is trying to get your support at the moment because there are that like I said the Ravelry accessibility tag mm-hmm. they're trying to hijack it. Well, this is the thing about social media, right? On social media, you curate an image of yourself, of your business, whatever. Mm-hmm. And just because I say that I am a twenty-nine-year-old PhD grad living in Glasgow, it does not mean that I am that. Mm-hmm. Just because something says that they are or aren't something does not mean that that's the case. And, you know, social media is so, so easy. Yeah. I think, like, a lot of it... Just question things. Question it, be like, careful. That wouldn't have come out if someone hadn't have publicly Asked. at them and said, what mm-hmm. is your stance on this? 
So, like, it is important to do that. Like, you're not bugging someone by being like, what is your official company stance on this thing? Like, Absolutely. And I think, I think most legitimate places, businesses, whatever, they would be more than happy. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying go to, like, random people and be like, what is your stance on this? But what I mean is, like, if there is a company... I am setting up this specific space Mm -hmm. then I think that at that point it is okay to say okay well if you're setting up a space what are the rules on these things yeah but yeah absolutely and I think I think to be honest you're actually doing them a favor in that regard because if you have to ask then obviously it is not clear Mm -hmm. and I think you know any company that wants to do right by their users their customers their community that they're building mm-hmm. will want their stance and their values to be, you know, abundantly clear. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because all these little things are going to pop up and like what I'm really scared is going to happen is that like, it's going to end up being like designers that get harassed because I've seen it already where there are designers being like, Ravelry is my main source of income. Mm. I cannot remove my patterns from Ravelry to my own website and I, because I cannot afford the loss of income from moving off Ravelry. A lot of them are setting up their own thing like PayHip alongside Ravelry mm. or their own website alongside Ravelry. But there are a lot of little tiny designers out there or even big designers that literally cannot afford to just remove their stuff from Ravelry. And you know what? it is not fair to expect them to do that. Yeah, I think, obviously, this is all going on in the backdrop of a pandemic, a global pandemic, which is not making the situation any less stressful. But I think a level of understanding is probably required on all of our parts. Yeah. Because even if the pandemic wasn't going on, doing things like moving everything off Ravelry, setting up your own website, setting up PayHip, all of that takes time and because of the way Ravelry might be able to all intents and purposes change things overnight that we all woke up and oh wham bam hello here's this new completely inaccessible interface even so that took them like what 14 months of whatever the hell they said they were doing like I set up my pay hip and I put six patterns on it and that Mm. still took me two hours Um, I think of those designers that have like hundred patterns or two hundred patterns like yeah and also, you know the fees are higher on these other platforms there's a lot of micro designers out there that just physically can't afford it the fees are higher and there's no guarantee that the person you are you know the designer that you are hoping to support is a designer full-time mm-hmm. you know there are so many designers that are doing it alongside other things i mean you know you have a baby at the moment yeah and like even if they are designer full-time they're probably like working longer hours than a full-time employed person is yeah they don't necessarily have tens or hundreds potentially of hours to spare to sorting all this stuff so just please exercise a bit of compassion and understanding i feel like something that you're very fond of saying sia is that social media does not allow for nuance Oh god, it absolutely does not. Like something it's very black and white 
and that's not like everything is a shade of grey and just please be I this I think is a case of exercising being a nitty paladin oh yeah for sure yeah don't harass people because they're still using Ravelry because you don't know that person's circumstances they might have no other option you know but just it would just be really nice if they could just make it more accessible please and thank you yeah okay while we're still on the subject of social media (laughs) wow apparently we are super serious at the moment we are aware that a lot of the things that we've been talking about of late have occurred largely on social media and a lot of that has been on Instagram in particular and on top of that it's been in Instagram stories which obviously disappear after 24 hours mm-hmm. which is obviously not fantastic because you know for one thing it can't hold people to account but it's also difficult because if someone does a series of stories but you catch up say 26 hours after the first one went up you're you're going to miss a huge chunk of what's going on and you're going to miss a huge chunk of the discussion though i'll be honest i'm loath to call it a discussion when you know it's on one person's 24 hour disappearing thing like it's one thing if you put it in you know your highlights or you put it as a post and captions but it is very difficult, I think, to hold a conversation when the conversation is disappearing. Yeah, or even um, if you don't follow some of the accounts that were involved, because... Oh, God, that too, because then you have to, like... Because you have to try and piece it together, but people don't always tag... They don't tag where it's come from, like, because it's considered mm-hmm. snitch tagging or whatever. So they don't go, I came here from this person's post, or I came here from this... So you can be end up totally lost. It's difficult, because different users have different levels of experience and knowledge and input and everything and perspectives it's difficult mm-hmm. and obviously we try to keep on top of it because you know we do mm-hmm. and you know we're a podcast we're podcasting mm-hmm. however with that please 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 do your own research and please do not DM either of us asking us to catch you up on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Obviously we appreciate that, you know, you feel able to do that and, you know, we are happy to talk to listeners. However, we both have a fair bit going on right now. So what we are catching is what we are catching. Yeah. Yeah. We can't guarantee that we've caught everything that's been going on. Like the number of times one of us has messaged the other going, have you seen this? What's going on? Yeah. You know, even like, you know, designers, dyers, whatever, they don't necessarily know what's going on all the time. And also things bleed between platforms. There was, Oh, they do. There was a big discussion that happened recently. I'm not going to go into it, but what was happening is there were two different discussions going on. There was one on Instagram and there was one on Twitter and they were both similar enough that people thought they were both talking about each other thing or everyone on Instagram thought the Twitter thing was talking about the same thing as they were, but it was a different conversation, but people were taking the stuff they'd said on Twitter and putting on Instagram and then being attacked for it and being like, but actually it was a different conversation. So it, became, it basically became a massive mess. 
Yeah, things can get really, really messy. Really quickly. Really quickly. So, so yeah. So, yeah, please don't message us asking us for summaries. Because we can't, well, for one thing, we can't guarantee that we're necessarily going to even have our phones or whatever on us to be able to reply in a timely fashion anyway. But also, you know, hashtags exist. And if you're really desperate, Google exists. Or even if you see people talking about it on a grid post. On a grid post, like, you can have a look through the comments and if no one said anything at that point, you can maybe say something because it's other people can answer the question. But in a DM, it's a very... You're, you're saying you specifically must respond to my message. It's very personal, like... And it can sometimes come across almost like a demand. The thing is, right, everyone when they message something thinks they're the one person that's messaged it. But I might have 25 people all asking me the same question, at which point typing out two minutes each or a minute each, that's 25 minutes, 50 minutes that I just don't have. Like, and it's not that I don't love you guys. but It's not that neither of us don't love you. It's just we are both currently pressed for time and the spoons with which to deal with social media and we are both very consciously trying to establish and maintain healthy boundaries with our uses of social media yeah i think we've said what we needed to say about that our recording software is starting to freak out on us um and dropping in and out so we're gonna quickly kind of move on to our very last thing and then we'll say bye bye we are well i as an alternative to Ravelry, I'm using a website called Airtable, um, which is like a spreadsheet thing. It's just to let you guys know, because I didn't know this, because I signed up for Airtable and was like, eh, left it for a while until I found out you can do this. You can upload spreadsheets into it. So I was looking at it going, oh my God, I don't have time to put X amount of skeins of yarn into this. You can download, you can export your Ravelry stash as an Excel sheet, which you can then upload to Airtable and it'll do it for you. And you can set it so that you can add attachments. You can put pictures in it, set it to gallery view, and it looks like Rav used to look with each individual thing. Um, That's pretty cool. If any of you are really struggling not having like somewhere to store your projects and things that you can have a look and your stash you can have a look at easily, Airtable works really well. I will make sure that Kit's notes on this are in the show notes for this episode. Yeah. So that you can find those. And that will be on our website, tipsynits.com. Mm-hmm. On the blog. Aunt's blog. Because <laughs> we both like awesome. blogging now. Yes, blogs are awesome. We've both in the last couple of weeks been dusting off our personal blogs. Mm-hmm. Because blogging is amazing and frankly is so much better than disappearing stories and TikToks and Instagram reels, whatever the hell those are, and Snapchat and all of that. (laughs) Frankly. And uh, Sia, you have some really cool blog posts that you're like, that you put up at the moment that I really enjoy. Oh, please, my ego. (laughs) <laughs> regarding like fandom and knitting and intersections and comparisons and things which is really cool so if you guys have a blog 
like a crafty blog. Oh let yes, yes. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know in the comments on the blog because comments on blogs like how retro. <laughs> I know, right? And you can actually link in them instead of on Instagram where you can't actually yes. link. So yeah, right. Let us know, uh, and I'll make sure that links to our personal blogs are there as well. So if you want to know about my research and random musings about things and knitting, it's there. If you want every single project Pip has ever done, <laughs> I believe today we were all the way up to the breed bunting. Breed bunting today, yes. Vintage. <laughs> so yeah. So we went from super giggly. <laughs> to super serious business. I know uh, we're probably going to cut out, but should we have some giggling back in just to end on a high note? <laughs> Help, it's again. <laughs> I mean, I'd know, should I promise to put in pictures of Travis Willingham onto the show notes? Because Travis is a thing of beauty, and I love him so much. Ah, <laughs> uh, Sia. So we're ending the episode with Sia Thirst. Yes. Although I am slowly getting into Liam. <laughs> it goes against everything I believe in, but I've been playing a lot of World of Warcraft. He is one of the voices on it. It's really weird. Come to the melancholy side. But muscles. Liam Liam and Matt were my first critical role loves. I'm telling you, if Matt ever chooses to dress up as Gambit from X-Men, like all bets are off, I'm not marrying Phil. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, my moment was where he dressed up as Geralt from The Witcher for Halloween one year, and I was just like, yep, it's good. <laughs> he did voice Nightwing once, and you know how I feel about Nightwing. Yeah. Like... I don't know what I'd like more. Travis as Nightwing, like literally dressing up as Nightwing, or Matt as Nightwing. How about it comes those? down to the side butt. <laughs> This is a legit comics thing, guys. Those of you who do not read comics, Nightwing, side butt is a thing. Do not Google it. Do not ask me about it either, because I will bore you to tears across it. I think that's a really good point to end the episode. Like, in my do mind, my brain is going, Sia's talking about Nightwing, help, it's again. <laughs> Go away. We love you guys. Side butt to live. We hope you stuck with us through this chaos energy. Or maybe we don't care. Who knows? Who, Who cares? Knows? Who knows? We've got... But happy, happy whatever day it is where you are. We hope you are safe and well. Don't forget to wear a face mask. We love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Tipsy Nets podcast. You can find the show notes at tipsynets.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram as at tipsynits. And you can find us on iTunes, Spotify and YouTube as the Tipsy Nits podcast. And if you'd like to, we do have a coffee page and you can find us at coffee.com forward slash tipsynitspodcast. podcast.